And so we take a pause and just a reminder before I do introduce our next guest that, um, you know, we do have some time. You do have some time before the end of the financial year. It is the 24th of February. And if you have been thinking about making a donation to the DR Link, the DR Link who does the most phenomenal work within the community and um, with people who are cancer warriors, walking the journey, walking that road and their family and their friends, you know the work that they do. So if you are thinking of making some kind of donation, please do it. If you are wanting that section 18A certificate, do it ASAP. Donate now and you will be um, um, given that certificate immediately, that section 18A certificate. So please don't forget that. But we are going to move on. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity um, of talking about an app here in South Africa, a South African app. It's an app all about um, mental wellness, um, and um, I spoke to one of the co-founders of the app, Alan Sweden, um, and he told us about the amazing work that they're doing. So I'm very excited to have Lekha Dyer on the show today, who is a counseling psychologist and also a senior psychologist um, at the Panda Mental Health app. We're going to be talking about the art of resilience um, through life's transitions and adjustments. Lekha, welcome and thank you very much for joining us. Really is relevant topic. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing well. You know, it's the bittersweet. It's the, it's the, as she said, the beautiful, unfair. It's the, it's all the contrasts in life. You know, part of that interview, she said, can we hold it all? Can we hold pain? And can we hold beauty? Mm -hmm. And I suppose, Lekha, that's what you do all the time is, you know, is it possible? Do we have it in us to hold everything that life gives us? What do you What do you have to say about holding all of it at the same time, if it's possible? You know, I think it's just so relevant. And I popped in a little bit before uh, before we started our conversation. Really, really inspiring to hear that level of resilience. I don't think it's a case of possible versus impossible. I think it differs from person to person, Nikki, and some people can hold more than others. I think that we live in a society that's really focused on productivity and really focused on um, achievement. And at times that can make us feel that we should be coping with everything all at once. But that's not an ideal that any of us should be striving to, myself included, as a therapist. Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to what level of allowance are you giving yourself to not hold everything at the same time? And how does that then in turn give you the skills and the resilience to cope with things for the rest of the time? So it's just exercising a little bit more allowance with ourselves. I love that. You know, I actually watched her in an interview with, you know, these words because she was such an incredible writer, right? I mean, these beautiful songs, a poet, just, just everything would come out of her. She had a way of being so honest about how she was feeling. And the interviewer said, have you always been this way? And she mm. paused and she smiled and she said, you know, she then went through this whole answer and she said, it, it, I've had to go through the pain. I've had to, within that pain, um, she said, I've had, I've, I, a lot of people want to close their eyes. They want to close their eyes to the pain and resist the pain, but I've forced myself to open my eyes and look and see the beauty in the pain. And so she said, it's really um, hitting the depths, hitting the very lowest point in order 
able to see the light there. So she said, so no, I wasn't. I wasn't always like this. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say um, to that, Leka, this idea that we have to struggle in order to find the gem? We need to go through the tough times in order to experience the good times. What do you have to say? I would agree. I'd like to agree for the most part with that. But again, I think the, you know, the concept of struggle is relative. If we just look at our country in South Africa and the uh, sort of disparity in terms of socioeconomic status, what might be struggle for me might be really different to struggle for you. But I, I don't think a person needs to struggle to be able to experience joy, to be able to appreciate joy. On the other side of that coin, Nikki, what I do think, and from a mental health perspective too, is that the avoidance of pain and the avoidance of struggle or confronting yourself definitely leads to heightened sense of anxiety, heightened sense of depression, lower sense of self self esteem, and um, poorer success in your relationships. So it's not a case of having to experience the pain, but the avoidance of pain is definitely something that people should be wary of. Mm. When I introduced you, I said, we're going to be sort of touching on the art of resilience through life transitions and adjustment. So just when we just look at life, just the fact that life is changing all the time can create a lot of anxiety and we pain and we resist that, right? So would you say that, the more resilient you are, um, the more, I don't know if accepting is the right word, um, the Mm. more able you are to deal with pain and struggle as opposed to avoid it. Does resilience have a lot to do with that? It does. Resilience really does have a lot to do with that. And it, it isn't really one thing, but it's something that's built in a person either in their early years, coming from their initial early environment or, or primary caregivers, or if you haven't had the opportunity or been blessed with that as a child, you build it for yourself. But what, what I what I do want to say when it comes to resilience is it has a direct impact on what we can endure in life, but it's not just one thing. It's not something we can pick up off the shelf. It's a combination of the art of balancing, the sources of where you draw your inspiration and meaning from, your holistic well-being, your mental well-being, your spiritual well-being, your physical well-being, your life experiences, these all add up to build our capacity for resilience. And, you know, I think the commitment to resilience is also something that will encourage and build up the capacity to endure. We've we've got a really lovely uh, set of life skills on the Panda app at the moment, which is around endurance and emotional resilience. Um, And what it speaks to a bit is around a person's ability to accept and manage discomfort, which many of us are not taught how to do. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's helpful to know that a lot of people experience negative, difficult situations. Life is hard. It's overwhelming. And for some, it may cause them to find ways of coping that are unhealthy, even destructive. But there are many methods that focus on avoiding painful situations. Um, You know, we know at times that we can't avoid certain situations. Pain is unavoidable. But if we move into a space of acceptance, which is what you're referring to, it doesn't mean ignoring the pain. It means, first step, let's look at our environment and let's not put pressure on it to change. So adjusting to working from home or adjusting to um, grief or loss Things have shifted, your lifestyle has shifted, but try not to put pressure on that to change immediately. 
experience your emotional state without immediately trying to adjust it. And then observe, take the role of an observer, observe your thoughts, observe your patterns, observe your relationships without trying to stop or control them. And this is essentially what builds up the capacity to endure. I love that. I love um, that you're sharing that. And I'd really like to focus more on that after the break, because, you know, you and I can have a conversation and people can listen. And these are lovely concepts and ideas, but they mm. almost feel like far away um, destinations that we'll never reach. We want to be able to reach the destination. We want to, as you say, we weren't taught. We were taught that if it's painful, we've got to end the pain. If we can't deal with someone, we've got parents or loved ones who are going to do something to end the pain. And that's just how we're brought up. Well, many of us are brought up that way. So after the break, Lekha, I loved that you spoke about experiencing your emotional state and being the observer. And I think that these are two such powerful, if you call them tools, um, and maybe we can just expand on that. Maybe you can just go into a little bit more detail about how you allow yourself to experience that emotional state when that emotional state is so painful. Let's take a quick break. We'll, we'll chat about that after the break. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Well, thank you so much for staying with us. This is the Deal Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini, and we have on the show today Lekha Dyer, who is a counseling psychologist and a senior psychologist at the, the Panda Mental Health App, which we'll be talking about in a moment. But Lekha, before the break, I asked quite a huge question. I said, let's hone in on these two beautiful um, tools, tips that you shared with us about experiencing an emotional state and being the observer of your thoughts. How can one be with this emotional state when it's really very painful to endure? Mm. Really, really great question, um, Nikki. And, you know, I think the practical tips are something that often feels like a bit of a mountain. So what I would encourage listeners to do to allow yourself to experience your emotional state as well as distance from it is to start small, start really, really small. The first step is to learn how to slow down. You know, we've spoken a little bit today in our chat about sort of glorified productivity and the high pressured environments that some of us might work in. But mm. the first strategy is for you to find and carve out some sort of space within your day. And what I would encourage people to do is to either do this, do this in the morning or at night. If 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 listeners are not familiar with the, with the art of stilling your mind, the art of meditation or the art of deep breathing. If listeners are not familiar with that, then what I would suggest is carve out some time, put your phone away. Uh, parents of young kids, I know you might need to do this in the bathroom, but take those five minutes and say to yourself, I'm going to start slowing down my breath. I'm going to acknowledge that my emotions are passing through me as a result of my experiences um, my day-to-day -day activities, and they are not a reflection of me. So although they come from me, they do not define me. People develop certain um, mottos or mantras, if you want to call it. One, for example, is, uh, I am not my mind, I am not my body, or I trust in the future. Oftentimes, our level of anxiety is heightened because we're trying to control something that hasn't happened 
as yet. So if you could find a little mantra, really short, um, something that resonates with you, start to say this to yourself as you deepen your breath, as you create some sort of stillness and ask yourself, what emotion am I feeling in this moment? We use a phrase uh, in the mental health professions, name it and tame it. A lot of us lack the language to even name our emotions. So as you're sitting and you're carving out just these five minutes, ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling? Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it grief? Is it frustration? Okay, if it's anger, I've identified it as anger. You don't have to go into where it might come from or how to resolve it. Let yourself sit with that anger and say to yourself, these thoughts making me feel angry at the moment or these thoughts increasing my level of anger, I'm going to visualize them as passing traffic. And this is where we turn to mindfulness as an exercise. Mm -hmm. I close my eyes. I look at all of these thoughts. Someone has upset me. My partner has not washed the dishes today as they agreed. These are passing thoughts that I'm visualizing in my mind in front of me and not necessarily within me. So small techniques, joining, joining an app like Panda, um, joining you know support groups, are really, really, really great tools to build some of these techniques as well. So I'd really encourage people to get on board with the resources that they have available to teach themselves mindfulness. It's not going to solve everything. But it, the last thing that we need when we are overwhelmed is to assume that our feeling of being overwhelmed is a direct reflection of who we are because we then start to assign an identity to our emotions. And that's the first place that we need to start with the distancing. I hope that makes some sense. Oh, it makes so much sense and so much wisdom and great tips for people to follow. You know, I started mindfulness quite a few years ago and I've got to say to the listeners in the beginning, it was difficult. It wasn't easy mm-hmm. to be in that space, but over time, you kind of get stronger in that area. And in my world and in my space, it made a huge difference. And I think that's possibly why what um, Nightbird said resonated so deeply, because within that space, you can be with so much, um, you know, you can be with the uncomfortable emotion that comes up. You can even be with the pain in the body and still be in the moment and hear the sounds around you. It's it's really incredibly powerful. So, so tell me, Leka, do you, uh, you, you spoke about this endurance and emotional resilience, um, this, whatever it is, a, co- a course or information on the app. Do you also um, cover mindfulness um, in the Panda app? We do. And, you know, it's it's what, what we're trying to do, and I know you have had a conversation with our co-founder, Alan, a bit about the app, but essentially we're trying through the app to create a curated one-stop shop for you to enter the mental health care system, for you to begin to make sense of what you might be struggling with from a mental health perspective. And one of the one of the ways that I would encourage listeners to start doing that is sign up to our app by searching Join Panda on your app store and start in a live session. We we run live sessions every day, seven days a week for free from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And topics are, are really, really diverse. They cover the art of resilience, life transitions, adjustments, managing anxiety. We're running a parenting series at the moment, Nikki, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. for parents of kids of all ages. And we're, we're also running every Monday at 8 p.m. starting next week, a series on a work-life balance something so elusive that all of us are trying to strive for. But these series are 
times where it's predictable and you know every Wednesday at 8 p.m i'm going to jump on the panda app i'm going to learn some resources and tools related to parenting so the the, the area that i'm mentioning in the app is called the forest and it's a community space it's audio only you're anonymous I would really encourage people to start there, get a sense of where they're at, how they're feeling, um, do a bit of our life skills. I've mentioned one around endurance. We do have a few videos and articles on mindfulness as well as tools and techniques. Um, so really I'd encourage people and whether it's Panda or it's another app, start somewhere. Start somewhere to start your journey of taking care of yourself. If I could just, I know we're, 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 we're wrapping up soon, but I had a conversation yesterday around this very topic that you and I are speaking about. And our conclusion was that essentially life is a continuous series of adjustments. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then we end and then our life ends. Yeah. And at times yeah. we might feel we're just continually adjusting. But what I would encourage myself and listeners to do is, Create and not just adjust. Create your life for yourself. When you create and not just adjust to something in your external environment, it shifts your strength from an internal place mm. versus seeking external validation. So let's get more creative about how we can exist and not just adjust to what is happening to us. Easier said than done. <laughs> all of it but it's fabulous I mean this is this is it it's stretching and growing I was having a discussion with someone the other day and it's sort of a piggybacks of, of what you've just said we were talking about change as you've said all things are shifting and changing all the time and we spoke about I uh, accept change or I'm open to change and this person said how about I allow change I allow mm -hmm. change. And it's kind of the same thing. It just put, it puts you in a position where this change is happening. Yeah. And, and I'm allowing it. I don't know. I just, I, I found it quite interesting. Leka, um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and then just one or two more questions about Panda, about people. Um, is there a cost involved? Um, let's talk to mm -hmm. that. Quick break. We'll be right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Yes, the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Just a reminder, if you've missed part of the show, please don't worry. We do podcast the show every single day. Just go to the High FM website, look at podcasts, look at Thursday, look at DL Link, Life Links, and uh, all the shows are there. Another quick little reminder that uh, it is nearly the end of the financial year. That means you've got a few more days. Um, if you want to make a contribution to the DL Link um, to get your certificate, your 18A certificate, um, so just please do do visit their website um, and you can get that certificate and of course make an, a donation to an incredible organization. Um, I have Lekha Dyer on the show today who is a counseling psychologist and a senior psychologist at the Panda Mental Health app. We spoke to co-founder of the app Alan Sweden just a few weeks ago and it sounds incredible. So Lekha, very quickly before we say goodbye, is there a cost involved? At the moment, there aren't many costs involved on the app, Nikki. The, the Panda app was launched in October last year. The forest aspect, which is the live sessions of the app, is free and will always remain free. Those sessions are run by mental health experts as well as peers in the community, and there will, they will not be a charge on those live sessions. Um, we've got a lovely content library with some of the content that I've mentioned to you around mindfulness resilience that has been free and will remain free. So as we develop the app and get new content on, some of it might be 
behind a paywall. At the moment, our screening tools, when I say that, what I mean is you jump onto the app and you do an assessment that gives you a score on the severity of your rating of depression. Mm -hmm. These are all free as well. You can get a sense of your level of anxiety, your, you, you know, the stability of your relationship, access those screening tools for free. The content at the moment is for free. The forest will remain free. What there will be a charge for going forward is our text-based chat support therapy. So you'd be able to purchase a session of therapy for 150 rand. We're really trying to, to you know, to assist as many people as possible with that amount. Mm -hmm. um, and as a Panda user, you can access up to seven of those sessions over a period of 14 days. At the moment, it still is free, um, but those will be charged within the next month. Well, I think it's amazing, Lekha. I thank you for that. Um, I'm hoping that more and more people listening um, who are having a difficult time will download the app, will connect. Uh, um, it is anonymous. We can stress that as well. I mean, we just heard the awful news about um, Ricky Rick yesterday, um, a rapper, South mm -hmm. African rapper, on the face of it, so successful, so amazing. Um, and he he took his own life yesterday. So this is you know, a real struggle that people are dealing with. And there is this app and it's it's so affordable at 150 Rand to have um, an interaction with a professional who can help guide you through, the, you know, this very dark space um, is incredible there. So I, I do hope that more and more people um, will download this app. All they do is go to the app store or the iStore. Is it as simple as that? As simple as that, Nikki. The Huawei store, the iOS store, as well as the Play store, and you search in Join Panda. So one word join, second word panda. People can have a look at our social medias, you know, just coming off of what you're mentioning with mentioning with Ricky Rick's death. Uh, we're yeah. we're running in response over the next few weeks a series in the forest, which again is free and anonymous, which we're going to target to men specifically. Oh, amazing. If, if, if listeners, especially our male listeners, could keep an eye out on Panda's social media, they can get the details of when that series will kick off and how that they can join those sessions to have a safe space. Fantastic, Lika. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time and for those beautifully helpful tips um, that I'm sure so many people are, are appreciating at this moment. So take care and look after yourself. I'm sure we'll chat again soon. You as well, Nikki. Have a lovely day.